Welcome to... You're listening to The Wrestling Takeover. What is your name? With your host, Jordan Turner, who's always going to keep it real. Come on, King. Inside and outside the ring. Let me make myself clear. He's got the band behind him, King. It's time to take over, King. Are you ready? He's all fired up now, King. Take over. Let's go. What's happening, everybody? Welcome to the Wrestling Takeover Podcast. I'm your host, Jordan Turner. This is episode 222 of the Wrestling Takeover. And what you guys will be hearing today is me covering all of the latest news and rumors in the world of professional wrestling. I am the most creative wrestling fan in the entire IWC. I bring the honesty. I bring the creativity. And we jumble it all up in. To one podcast. If you guys haven't done so already, and you guys want to go and follow and subscribe to the Wrestling Takeover podcast, you guys can do that by simply clicking the links in my Twitter bio and my Instagram bio. It is at linktree.com slash Jordan Turner. You guys gain easy access to Apple Podcast, Spotify, Google Play, and iHeart Radio. So if you guys can go and subscribe and follow on those platforms. I would really appreciate it. Also, spread the word of the wrestling takeover on all your favorite podcast platform feeds and social media feeds. I would greatly appreciate it. Uh, Also, Apple Podcast and Spotify. If you guys can go out there and rate the podcast five stars, I would really, really appreciate it. Shout out to everyone on Instagram that is following the podcast on that platform. It is at the wrestling takeover. Takeover. Thank you for all the followers uh, that I have recently gained over there. I greatly appreciate that very much so. And let's hit this, man. Let's do it. Let's cover all the latest news and rumors in the world of professional wrestling. And there's a lot to get to. Let's get into it. WWE. So what the lineup is, we're going to be talking about the news. This is the lineup. WWE NXT creative team is now under Bruce Pritchard's command. We'll get to that. Also, this is an opinion that I want to bring forth and, you know, involve into a topical discussion. I'm going to be talking about Bianca Belair and why I feel she is going to be winning the Women's Royal Rumble when it's all said and done. Another news report. This is coming from WrestleVotes and all other uh, social media in the wrestling community. Talking about MLW as they file an antitrust lawsuit against the WWE. And I actually have the official statements here, which I will be reading on later on in the show. Also in the news, we're going to be talking about how Britt Baker suggests that heading a pay-per-view is the next step in the evolution of women's wrestling. So we're going to get to that report. And also, the last report of the podcast. Dustin Rose says, quote, it's unfair that women get fewer chances in AEW. So we're going to be getting to all of those news, all of those rumors, and obviously we have one in there, an opinion that I want to bring into a topical discussion. So I appreciate everybody going out and listening to the Wrestling Takeover. Thank you guys very much, and I love each and every one of you. Again, continue to spread the word of the Wrestling Takeover on all available podcast platforms. And lastly, again, follow me on Twitter at JT Takeover. And follow the podcast on Instagram at The Wrestling Takeover. 
linktree.com slash Jordan Turner. You get easy access to the podcast and my social media. Right, let's get into it, man. We're going to talk about the first news. The source is coming from Ringside News. And, you know, I don't know about this one, man. You know, Bruce Pritchard. You know, for the people out there that continuously to say, and I see it on social media, that Shawn Michaels is running NXT, you're incorrect. That is not happening. He's not the head of creative on NXT. I want you guys to understand that. Shawn Michaels is not running NXT. So, here we go, man. Ringside News is talking about Bruce Pritchard and how he's in charge now of the creative of NXT. WWE is consistently uh, changing the way they operate NXT. The brand staff previously had lots of auto main over how the show was run. Those days are now over. When Triple H ran NXT, the creative team operated the show without much outside influence. NXT is existed in its own bubble and acted as its own creative entity. WWE now have been moving away from the people that philosophize set forth by Triple H recently. The show was now going completely corporate, as usual. PW Insider is reporting that the NXT creative team will fall under the oversight of Bruce Pritchard and Christine Lumar. They will directly report an answer to the duo. Bruce Pritchard is one of Vince McMahon's most trusted um, adverts. So he's a Vince McMahon guy. We all know this. There will also be a new head writer under Pritchard and Lumar. That name being Johnny Russo will take over the pen. Russo has been with WWE Creative since 2011. Again, my goal is to definitely be on the creative team in WWE as a writer. I think I could bring a lot to the table. And that's my goal, man. I'm going to continue to strive for that no matter how long it takes. I know I'm good, you know, when it comes to creative. Continue on with the article. Do we fully, um, the son of McFoley, will remain with the NXT creative team? Dewey is uh, the son, like I said, of Hall of Famer Mick Foley. Dewey has most recently been in charge of 205 Live. 205 Live needs to go. 205 Live is so, in my opinion, it's so pointless. It adds no value. They got to get rid of that. Dewey has most recently been in charge of 205 Live. Foley has joined in the role of by Anthony Golden Jr. That's cool. But again, you got to get rid of it. It adds no value. The sweeping change brought out by WWE has been a shock to many in NXT supporters like myself. There are no signs of the company changing course anytime soon. Time will tell what other tweaks will be made to NXT. Listen, you know, we knew this was going to happen. This isn't shocking at all to anybody. Nobody should be shocked about this news uh, report. The source coming from Ringside News. Bruce Pritchard and, you know, bringing his people in, running NXT. It still sounds, you know, this is crazy, man. I feel bad for Triple H. Godspeed to Triple H, man. Triple H and his people are just getting let go from each and every way. This is absolutely a hate crime. 
by Vince McMahon and his people to Triple H. You know, I've said this multiple times, and people seem to not understand where I'm coming from. NXT, in my opinion, died when they left the WWE Network. This was far before AEW was even created. NXT, in my personal opinion, died when they left the WWE Network. When they were on the WWE Network, they had their own time slot, and they had their own day that they were on. It was Wednesday at 5 p.m., 5 p.m. to 6 on the WWE Network on Wednesday nights. Now, when AEW was created, Vince McMahon put Triple H and his NXT up against AEW, thinking and having the mindset that he thought Triple H had the capability, you know, NXT had the capability of beating AEW, which was completely ridiculous. Like, come on, man. We all knew NXT was not beating AEW. Whoever believed that, come on, man. Y'all knew that wasn't going to happen. Hell no. When I seen that, I was like, oh, there you go. That is literally the death of NXT, and uh, I feel bad for Triple H. Triple H is going to eventually be kicked out of power. That's exactly what we've been seeing, ladies and gentlemen. So it sucks, man. But listen, you know, I will compliment NXT 2.0. You know, I'm not a fan of the show. Um, I'm not really watching that consistently with it, but I do keep up with it. You know, I watch here and there, but it's not consistent. Like, I don't come home on Tuesday night at 8 p.m., turn on the USA Network. I don't do that. You know, it's here and there. And I will compliment them, and they are building some stars. Carmelo Hayes. I love Carmelo Hayes. Um, Braun Breaker. I'm starting to warm up to Braun Breaker now. Uh, Tony D'Angelo. Love Tony D'Angelo. And then you also have Grayson Waller. You have those four pillars. You know, if you want to call pillars in NXT, those four are absolutely pillars on that brand. Right? Mandy Rose is doing some great stuff with Toxic Attraction. I love Toxic Attraction. I mean, obviously, they look great, but I love what they've been doing inside the ring. You know, and Evie Nidal, right? You got her. She's great. Along with some other people, Imperium. I love Imperium. I think Imperium will eventually head up to the main roster this year. So I think they're going to be gone. You still got Dakota Kai, Io Shirai. Those two women need to debut on the main roster at the Royal Rumble. That's what I hope it needs to happen. They have no direction. Same with Pete Dunne. Same with Tommaso Ciampa. These type of people that have been in NXT OG since day one, they got to go up to the main roster. They've done everything they could on NXT 2.0. It's now time for the new blood to take over. And I hope that happens. You know, we'll see what happens with that. But that's my opinion on the first article. Now, a topical discussion I want you guys to kind of talk amongst yourselves here. Let me know what you guys think. So, we know that the Women's World Rumble, very controversial. You know, there's not a lot of women. They're bringing a lot of women back, you know, this year because upper management decides that, you know what, we should probably fire majority of the women, you know, stars. And you got no division. The women's division is trash. They have no characters. They have no storylines. And the titles are worthless to me. It's just one person's opinion, right? It's just one person's opinion. But that one person's opinion can go a long way. 
and a lot of people actually agree with what I'm saying. The women's division is not good. There's just no direction with the women's division, right? They don't have a blueprint for the division right now. The women's Royal Rumble looks like a disgrace lineup. You have majority of divas in the women's Royal Rumble. And listen, you know, they, they have a place. They do have a place, but, you know, I want women's wrestling, man. I want women's wrestling. If they want to wrestle part-time, right, and they want to come in and be a part-time star, that's cool. But I just don't want them to be taking spots away from people. You know, I've seen a report, several reports actually, stating that WWE is going to, you know, start bringing in NXT talent for the Women's Royal Rumble as usual. And or they're going to go out and get women's competitors from different promotions to calculate and be able to have a 30 women Royal Rumble. You know, I don't even know if they have a winner for that Rumble. Maybe they do. Maybe they do. But when you look at things right now, the women's division is struggling. Uh, I'm pissed off about it because I know the women's division can be great. But if you keep firing these people, your depth in the women's division is not going to look so great. I don't care what USA Network has to say. I don't care what Fox has to say. This is a matter of the roster depth. You don't have roster depth in the women's division. And I've stated this multiple times. I know others in the wrestling community have stated this. You got to end the brand split. You got to end the brand split. You have to have, you know, one division for every woman in there. You need to get rid of the women's tag team titles. I've said this a ton of times, but I will continue to preach this gospel. Get rid of the women's tag team titles. Bring in a mid-card title for the women's division. Have that, fly, have that title float between Raw and SmackDown. That's what I would do. But let's keep it 100. Let's be real. You know, the fucking women's division is trash, man. And it's frustrating. It really is frustrating. But there, there's people in management that just... Uh, they don't care about women's wrestling. And it sucks, man. Because they have some talented women. You know, it's too many to count right now. Even some people that aren't really given an opportunity and they're underrated. In some people's eyes, they think they're trash and this and that. Woo, woo, woo. But at the same time, when you look at it, if given a proper opportunity, they can probably shine. But right now, you know, John Laurinaitis and Bruce Pritchard, they don't think, you know, women's wrestling draws and it sucks. But to start my conversation why I'm really here, you look at the women's field. In the women's Royal Rumble. Sasha Banks to me. Shout out to Sasha Banks. Hope she has a great and speedy recovery. Sasha Banks to me was my pick to win the women's Royal Rumble. And I know it was a lot of people's picks. To win the women's Royal Rumble. Sasha Banks. That clearly is not happening now. Because she won't be in time. To make the Royal Rumble. But she will definitely be ready. For WrestleMania. Again my opinion is. We are going to get Sasha Banks versus Charlotte Flair at WrestleMania one-on-one for the SmackDown women's title. Who wins the women's Royal Rumble? There's some people, some candidates. Alexa Bliss can win the Royal Rumble. I want everyone to get ready. Don't be surprised 
if Alexa Bliss wins the Royal Rumble and faces Charlotte Flair at WrestleMania for the SmackDown Women's title. But didn't I just say Sasha Banks should face Charlotte Flair and they're most likely going to go in that direction? Yes, I think they will. But this is WWE. Plans change. Plans change. We never know what WWE is going to do. They could go with Sasha Banks, change their plan, go to Alexa Bliss instead. We don't know. At the end of the day, I think they're going to go with Sasha Banks versus Charlotte Flair. But do not count out Alexa Bliss winning the Women's Royal Rumble. Another name that I could definitely see winning the Royal Rumble. I don't know why people believe this, but I am going to throw it in there. Bailey. People are suggesting that Bailey might be coming back. And isn't she really, really injured? Like, I'm not sure that she will make it in time. If she does, great. You know, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be happy to see I'm a Bailey fan. I love Bailey. I hope she returns and remains a heel when she returns. If Bailey comes back, she's definitely gonna be one of the favorites to win the women's Royal Rumble. I'm also hearing people say Asuka. Asuka can come back. And win the Women's Royal Rumble. We kind of been down that road, people. You know, but this name that I'm going to say, people are going to say again, we've been down that road. And I'm with you guys. But y'all have to think about this logically. Who's Becky Lynch going to face at WrestleMania? You know, there's one name. Look at the way this woman's been booked. You know, she was just in a triple threat match with Doe Drop. And... Liv Morgan, she should have won that match, right? Yeah, she didn't win that match for a reason. To me, in my personal opinion, this confirmed on Monday that my pick is going to Bianca Belair. That match that she had with Doe Drop and Liv Morgan and her not winning, she wasn't even pinned in the match. This confirmed to me that Bianca Belair is going to win the Women's Royal Rumble. She is going to face Becky Lynch one-on-one for the Raw Women's title. At WrestleMania. This was actually being rumored for a possible direction from Ringside News, you know, a couple of weeks ago. So um, it's just an idea. It makes sense when you really look at it. And Bianca Belair versus Becky Lynch at WrestleMania makes sense. And again, I pitched this idea on Twitter and I did a couple times on my show. I'm going to do it again. Becky Lynch squashed Bianca Belair. At SummerSlam. People hated it. I hated it. It was disgusting. I think that was a part of a long-term storyline. Now, WWE struggles in long-term storytelling. You know this. I know this. But one of Bianca Belair wins the Royal Rumble. Goes on to face Becky Lynch at WrestleMania. We get that one-on-one match. And Bianca Belair squashes Becky Lynch. At WrestleMania to become the new Raw Women's Champion. I think that would be great. Because Becky Lynch's character is. She's trying to find a way out of every situation. To retain this title. And you reap what you saw. And that reaper is Bianca Belair. Let me know what you guys think about that idea. About Bianca Belair being the one to squash Becky Lynch. At WrestleMania. For the Raw Women's title. I think it just makes sense. Now, will it piss off people? Yeah, because people are going to say it's WrestleMania. We need these matches to go long, and I'm with you guys. But 
if it does happen, I'm not going to complain because I'm, I'm going to literally say, well, I talked about this for months now about this idea. And I like it. I genuinely like it. It will shock the fans and it will pretty much end, you know, the story of Becky Lynch and Bianca Belair and how Bianca Belair got retribution against Becky Lynch from squashing her at SummerSlam. And now she's the new Raw Women's Champion. Where we go from there, your guess is as good as mine. I have no idea. But um, y'all know how I feel about it. You know, what, you know, some of these matches for WrestleMania, I would unify all the titles at WrestleMania. I would have unification matches, plural. Yes, I will have unification matches at WrestleMania, officially ending the brand split. But, of course, that's not going to happen. So, there you go. That's my opinion on Bianca Belair, and I think she will be the winner of the Women's Royal Rumble. If not Bianca Belair, I'd be shocked whoever else wins. I think it's Bianca Belair or bust, in my opinion. Now, let's get on with the rest of the news. MLW files an antitrust lawsuit against WWE. The official statement is actually here, written out by MLW. You hear that? I apologize. I was getting my phone. All right. Time to read this. So, San Francisco, California, January 11th, 2022. Professional wrestling company, Major League Wrestling, MLW, MLW Media, LLC, filed a lawsuit. They say today, but it was yesterday, against World Wrestling Entertainment, Inc., WWE. The federal count authentic to this lawsuit is based on WWE's ongoing attempts to undermine competition and monetize in the professional wrestling market by interfering with MLW's contracts by business prospects. Okay, before I continue there, WWE is greedy. We know this. WWE is all about themselves. WWE doing this pretty much confirms that, you know, they're trying to, you know, anti-contract. They're trying to sign people from promotions, which they shouldn't be doing, right? And MLW, listen, MLW is saying, you know, WWE is trying to monopolize the wrestling business. But MLW should know that WWE has been doing that for decades, right? They're kings of doing that. So that's weird to me. But it continues as determined uh, in the compliment. WWE pressured third parties, which actually, let's actually read it with the way it should be written. Stephanie McMahon pressured third parties to dominate contracts for prospects relationships with MLW. They're trying to get people. WWE's misconduct included departing every level of MOW's business, including a major league streaming deal for MOW, which would have been uh, transformative for the company. So WWE stopping MOW for going to a network. I believe that network was actually Vice TV. It's actually written right here because I did see uh, a sentence in you know, a report stating that uh, someone in upper management or some people in upper management was probably Stephen McMahon doing all of this stuff. At the end of the day, it's technically Stephanie McMahon stopping MLW for signing a TV deal, TV rights deal, to fight uh, to Vice TV. That's what this is right now. So I continue on. MLW also allegedly in the comp 
in the uh, compliment that in early 2021, after MLW announced that it was in talks with Fight TV, there you go, to air MLW programs on Vice TV. And then WWE executive warned Vice TV that WWE owner Vince McMahon was, quote, pissed that Vice TV was airing MLW programs. Why are you upset with that? Why the fuck are you, Vince McMahon, upset with Vice TV airing MLW? You know why? Because I believe MLW was going to, you know, have Vice TV be on that network on Tuesday nights. Tuesday night is the night of NXT. They're not going to do it for Raw. That's stupid. They're not going to do it for Friday. That's stupid. They got AEW Rampage's competition, and they got SmackDown. That's stupid. That doesn't make sense. The only night to do it is on Tuesday with NXT because NXT and their ratings continue to go downhill. So that's what I think happened here. Uh, the article continues, and it says, with WWE executive responding that she could not control McMahon. This is crazy. Quote, WWE has been wrongly disprivileging its competitions and competitors over critical opportunities for many years. Yeah, they've been doing it for decades, not just many years. But it's the latest conduct that has been even more unconsequential, said MOW CEO Court Bauer. He says, quote, I think we speak for the rest of the professional wrestling world when we say that this anti-competitive behavior has to stop. I completely agree with you. You know, WWE bullying the wrestling business. Listen, at the end of the day, I've stated multiple times, partnerships in professional wrestling is going to make the business grow. Not just partnerships, ladies and gentlemen, but multiple promotions, you know, in the United States, in North America, is going to be beneficial for the wrestling industry. What we have in North America right now is the WWE we have AEW, and we have Impact Wrestling along with MLW, along with others, GCW, and many others that I you know, obviously forgot that I know people actually watch. If I forgot your favorite promotion that you watch in North America, I apologize. But there's a lot of them, right? Obviously, the juggernaut is AEW and WWE. WWE really wants to monopolize the wrestling industry even more so. And that's fucked up, man. That's fucked up. And they got to stop that mentality. Does WWE not know? If they try to monopolize the wrestling business, the business is going to be dead. It's going to die out. Because all you're going to have is WWE. Nate, listen, for the people out there that continuously try to say AEW is going to go under, please stop. No, they're not. They're not. This will not be a WCW uh, type of deal. It's not going to happen, okay? It's WWE and AEW right now in terms of juggernauts in North America. And then you got the other indie feds in the middle of that that really, you know, deserve a lot of respect that they are afloat. We as a wrestling community have to support these promotions. We really do. It's not all about AEW. It's not all about WWE. They're the big conglomerate right now in the business, but... At the end of the day, we got to support the other promotions as well. MLW is coming up, man. Now, I don't know if they just stopped doing this. MLW talking about, 
how they're not going to go to Vice TV anymore. I hope that's not the case. I think that would be great for Vice TV and great for MLW. They deserve a, you know, credible TV network. But does a lot of people have Vice TV? This is the same thing I feel like Impact is on right now, Impact Wrestling, right? They've been struggling for years in terms of rating department. Not a lot of people watch Access TV. Not a lot of people actually have Access TV. So when you look at it right now, you know, they're struggling from the number standpoint. You know, I, I want to see these promotions get better TV deals, but pro wrestling right now really isn't in the market because WWE and AEW are taking it. But AEW and, you know, WWE are conglomerates. They are, you know, the powerhouses right now in the wrestling business. You know, people in the business world trust WWE. They trust AEW. They don't trust the other promotions right now because they don't have the money to back it up with. So it is what it is. You know, WWE needs to stop this. MLW, I hope they go back to Vice TV if they already haven't done so already. And we see Vice with uh, MLW. I think MLW is coming up big time. They really are. You know, I recently discovered them around, what, two years ago? Around there. They've been doing some good stuff. You know, we want to see the wrestling business grow. We want to see all these promotions continue to grow. So that's my opinion on that. WWE is just being greedy and being a bunch of bitches. That's pretty much what WWE is doing, as they always are. It's not always about WWE, man. They really want to conglomerate and monopolize the wrestling industry. That's not cool, man. That's not a great business savvy. Because if you only have WWE and you have all these other promotions that really aren't doing anything, they aren't making big business. They don't have a lot of money to bring in these wrestlers. You know, per appearance stuff. Is that what WWE wants these promotions to be like? I mean, come on, man. It's ridiculous. Second to last news report here. So this is from Fightful.com. And it talks about how Britt Baker suggests heading, uh, headlining a pay-per-view is the next step in the growth of the evolution of women's wrestling in AEW. The article reads, Britt Baker talks about the next milestone for AEW women. Britt Baker was the first woman to sign to AEW. That is a fact she proudly bolts whenever she can. I mean, I would too. Uh, Britt Baker is also one of the first women to headline Dynamite and even heading into an arguable AEW rampage. Now, with Britt Baker talking about the next milestone for AEW's growth in women's division and women's wrestling, and to no surprise, she wants to see the women headline a AEW pay-per-view in the future. Listen, I should kind of word that as Britt Baker wants her to headline an AEW pay-per-view. I mean, let's be real. You know, does she want the women to headline a pay-per-view? Yes. But the fact is this. There's only one women's match that should main event the pay-per-view or whatever pay-per-view that they're going to be on, which I believe it will be um, AEW Revolution. And I think the main event on that show will be Britt Baker versus Thunder Rosa. And it's going to be for the AEW Women's title in the main event. That's what I think is going to happen. Britt Baker had this to say on the Clicks Baby Hudo podcast. Make sure you guys go check it out. She says, quote, we just are on such a forward momentum right now. The women's division, the women's wrestling, the storylines, everything has just been great. We have another belt right now. We have the women's TBS title that Jade Cargill just won. You know, again, my opinion is that needs to be a workhorse title. That needs to be similar to the way the Intercontinental Championship used 
to be presented as. She continues, it's more really growing so quickly. The women's division was under fire pretty aggressively at first, but just how quickly we've turned the tide. Just like taking all that criticism and kind of threw it at everyone's faces. So moving forward, I just want to keep building our women's division. How cool will it be for a women's match to be the main event of a pay-per-view um, sometime soon? Just to keep growing in the sense, making sure that the women's matches are just as important they are. And as you see in our booking, as all of the men's matches, I mean, I've been fortunate enough to main event several AEW shows. Now it's not so much a marquee event when that does happen. That's facts. It's just, quote, there's a good match coming up, and it should be the main event. Again, make sure you guys go follow in the click and the podcast. Britt Baker recently had the experience of headlining the first AEW Battle of the Belts event on January 8th. And the event promised well in terms of viewership, and it bumped up there. I didn't really care for that match with Rio. I thought the match was kind of dull, but, uh, you know, she wants the main event. You can't really hit on that. You can't. And what I think is going to happen is I think the women will main event. It will be Thunder Rosa versus Britt Baker at AEW uh, Revolution, and they will be in the main event on that show. Um, It's cool. You know, that's a great accomplishment to have you know you got to grow steady you can't just put people in the spots so quickly so i agree with Britt baker and again the main event of revolution if it goes by everything and you know what we're seeing with adam ingman page his feud with lance archer will be going into AEW revolution and that technically confirmed but not confirmed that Britt baker versus thunder rosa will happen soon and I think they will be the main event of AEW Revolution. Last news of the day. We're going to talk about Dustin Rose. And this has to do with the women's division. This is going to be a passionate uh, opinion that I will be talking about here. So Ringside News talked about Dustin Rose saying, quote, it's not fair that women get fewer chances on AEW Dynamite. You know, I watched Dynamite last night, and uh, the women really don't get a lot of attention on that show. I'm just being honest with you. They're kind of referred to on AEW Rampage. I'm just being honest. AEW took the role by storm back in 2019, as it was the first pro wrestling company in a very long time that made waves in the pro wrestling world as a form of competition to WWE. And people say AEW is not competition to WWE. Yeah, okay. Yes, they are. It was certainly a risky uh, endeavor as well because there was always the chance it was going to end up being a huge failure. I don't think it was going to be a huge failure in my opinion. I don't. When AEW was created, I said this was going to hit and it is hitting right now. It seemed Dustin Rose is, or it seems Dustin Rose, excuse me, is unhappy with the current state of AEW's women's division. Well, Dustin Rhodes, listen, if you are very unhappy, go out and speak up to Tony Khan. You saying this stuff in the media, is that you getting attention to Tony Khan? That's what it kind of looks like, bruh. How about you go backstage with Tony Khan and you guys talk about the women's division? Bring in all the women wrestlers. 
and talk about how you can make the women's division grow even more so. I'm just saying. AEW has been receiving a lot of praise for its very uh, variety of pro wrestling. However, nothing is perfect as the women's division has left a lot of people to desire and has been criticized on a consistent basis. Yeah, the women's division is really not where it should be. It's not where it should be. While the women's division has certainly improved, which it has, over the past year, there is still a lot of room for improvement. Completely agree with that. While speaking to Renate Parquet on throwing down, Dustin Rose talked about AEW's women's division. He stated that it is not fair that women get fewer chances on AEW Dynamite and wants that to change. Again, Dustin Rose, you work there. So you should be able to have the balls to go to Tony Khan and speak up about your displeasure about the women's division instead of covering it in the news or, you know, saying it in the news feeds and having people like myself cover it and actually tell you what you need to really do. Go out and talk to Tony Khan about how, you know, you guys can fix the women's division and give them more time because Sheeta and Serena Deed, listen, this is the facts. I don't care what anyone has to say. That match was decent, but man, that was short. That match was very short. And I was shocked, really, for how short the match was. I really was. I couldn't believe how short the match was. You know, and then after the match, I said to myself, like, what the fuck's going on? I understand all these matches last night really weren't long, but, bro, you have Serena Deeb and Carl Shido has been in a feud for quite some time now. And they barely get a couple of minutes. Like, what the fuck is that? That don't make sense to me, man. It really doesn't make sense. And that needs to change quick. You know, AEW and their time management is pretty bad when it comes to the women's division. It is. It's on some WWE level. And then people in, in WWE are going to be like, well, you guys don't say it with AEW, but you say it about you know, WWE. No, I say it to anybody, no matter what promotion it is. WWE is suffering that as well. Even It's worse than uh, AEW, but AEW is climbing up there with WWE in terms of time management with the women's division. Dustin Rose says, quote, I want to get them to where they have two matches on Dynamite or Rampage. Okay, they don't even get it on Rampage. I didn't even know that. Listen, women's wrestling needs to change in all aspects in the world of pro wrestling. I think the only promotion that has been doing great with women's wrestling is Impact Wrestling, which they've for decades been doing justice by the women's division. He says, it's not fair, but we're getting there and making leaps and bounds. I agree. You know, you got to, you know, you got to take one step forward, one step forward, one step forward. You can't just throw all your cards on the table. He continues, the female talent coming in are very athletic, and in some cases, they are just as good, if not better, than any of the guys, and that's awesome. I want them to get to the level that they are all the guys at. They deserve that. Sometimes it's not fair that they don't get those chances, and they are now are starting to get those chances. They are not there yet, but they are getting there, and they want it now. When I teach them how to do something and they do it, and you see that smile on their face, that's the payoff for me. That's awesome, man. That's really cool. So, 
Freddie Prince Jr. Um, also recently called for AEW to start a women's only show as it um, as well. No. Uh, Freddie Prince Jr., I don't know what you're talking about, Mr. Scooby-Doo dude. Uh, listen, you know, you could talk pro wrestling, but that type of opinion sounds utterly stupid. They should not do that. That makes no sense. Let's talk about Dustin Rose and my opinion on women's wrestling. That is the last article of the show. Now, before I get out of here, I want to give you guys my opinion on this. Women's wrestling in AEW is not all sunshines and rainbows. AEW, you know, is kind of doing WWE and they're using the same people, right? They're picking and choosing who they want to push and they're kind of neglecting the other women. I'm being honest with you. AEW should be a platform for women's wrestling where we see other talents that really aren't being consistently used on Dynamite. They're used on Rampage. And about Dark, obviously Dark is you're creating new stars. So I'm not worried about that, but they should use that platform Dark as well to, you know, get more women's matches on the show, you know, in terms of that, you know, particular program with Dark. For Paige... Uh, Rampage and uh, Dynamite You know we don't really get a lot of Women's matches on Dynamite we don't And um, Some of these matches as of late been going very short Again AEW really needs to fix their time management They really do And uh, women's wrestling You know has potential You have Serena Deed you have Thunder Rosa You have Britt Baker you have Chris Statlander You have Red Velvet you have um, Jade Cargill who you know, the potential is there. She just needs to get better and get better very quickly in the women's division. You know, you have people in there, but it's time management. What's, you know, kind of killing the women's division right now. You know, and they're hitting on all cylinders. They are, but time management is a big problem in women's wrestling in WWE and in AEW because you can't really tell a great story for only five minutes. That doesn't make sense to me, you know. WWE is doing this on purpose. They're doing their shit on purpose. I'm letting everyone know that. They're not doing it by accident. They're doing it on purpose. AEW, on the other hand, I think they're genuinely doing it on accident. But if they continue to have their matches go so short with the same people, what kind of turn my tone? Because Serena Deed and Carl Sheeta definitely deserved more time than that. At least 10 minutes, 11 minutes. Right to go out there and tell their story. Also, with this match, this match should be at AEW Revolution. I pitched a creative idea for Serena Deed versus Hikaru Shida to go one on one at AEW Revolution, and I pitched them to have a one on one match in terms of a stipulation, and that stipulation was a hardcore match. You know, you need to give more ground to this match. This match deserves more time. And if it just ends off what happened last night, that's not going to put a good you know, taste in my mouth. I'm going to be very upset with that. So what I think needs to happen is they need to go one-on-one -on -one in a hardcore match at AEW Revolution. Tony Khan, I hope you're listening, which I know you're probably not. But I hope you are or someone in AEW is listening to me. I'm very good at pitching ideas. I do it a lot for WWE, and I've been doing it a lot more with AEW. I love doing armchair booking. But... At the same time, it's just my opinion. It's probably not going to happen, but I would love to see a hardcore match 
ending the feud officially for Serena Deed and Ukaro Shida. And you really need to focus on time management, Tony Khan, in the women's division. Because right now, I'm not liking where the direction of the women's division is actually at right now. It's kind of slacking, and it's not really as important as it should be. I feel like it's only Britt Baker and everyone else is on the downgrade. Or I would say this. It's Thunder Rosa and Britt Baker, and then everyone else is downgraded. I'm sorry, it is. But people are going to say, well, Jade's being pushed. Jade is being pushed, but she's not coming through in the ring. She's not. And again, she needs to get better fairly quickly because that title reminds me of an intercontinental championship that you can have with a workhorse title mentality with the women's division. So those are my thoughts on the news and rumors today. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I will see you guys tomorrow. My throat's a little iffy again, but I will see you guys tomorrow for Friday Night SmackDown. We're going to be covering SmackDown, and then we're going to be hitting the ground running for a new week of new episodes right here on the Wrestling Takeover Podcast, the most creative and honest podcast in the wrestling game. Again, I'm your host, Jordan Turner. Be sure to follow me on Twitter at JT Takeover. Follow the podcast on Instagram at The Wrestling Takeover and continue to subscribe and follow to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, Podbeam, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Google Play, and all other available podcast platforms. Thank you guys very much for tuning in. Again, I will check you guys for tomorrow for SmackDown, and I'll see you guys then. You guys have a great Thursday, and you guys take care.